To be an American, I started it too high. I can't do the whole thing. <laughs> you got nowhere to go from there. <laughs> no, but welcome to No Worries If Not. Uh, we're based in the United States of America. Yeah, and apologies in advance to all of our Iranian listeners that we're going to be celebrating uh, the United States victory this week. Yeah, we support you as as a people, but you got your soccer dreams smashed like Christian Pulisic's nut. Yep. <laughs> Um, for those of you who didn't watch the game, uh, we won one nil, as they say in soccer, and we Christian Paul's how do you say his last name? Pulisic. He might also be one nil <laughs> at this point. He oh. sacrificed himself to score the goal, and hopefully nothing irreparably damaged. He said he said it'll be fine. I think your review of the game was a. Uh... Well, our our best players, our best players' penis got hurt, but he seems to be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, I mean, you collect you collect friends with one testicle, so this would be nothing new. Yeah, that's true. Shout out to my many friends that have had testicles removed in the last two years. Yeah, and at your wedding, I knew these guys for a while, and then they're like, "Yeah, I had uh, you know testicular cancer and had a ball removed." And then Jackson was like, "Same." He's like, "What?" It's very Is it contagious. Why are half the people here one bald? It's very alarming when two of your oldest, bestest friends both have testicular cancer with and have a ball removed within like a few months of each other. You're like, oh, we've been spending all this time together and high fiving, and who knows how yeah. this thing gets around. I will say, I had a, uh, a very adventurous shower that evening. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, um, uh, well, congrats to the United States. That was a very fun game. And uh, who's next? Is Netherlands? The Netherlands. The, the Dutch? The Dutch are about to get ditched in Cutter. Yeah. We're like nether regions. Got them, dude. Yeah. They probably call their different regions, you know, nether regions. I'm sure they do. I will be on a plane. During the game? Yeah. Oh, I think I might too. It's Saturday at, in the morning? Saturday at 10 a.m., I yeah, think. Yeah, I'll also be on a plane. Because they do the thing where they say, Fox is always like, the game's at 9. I'm like, no, it's not. It's an hour after they say. True. They want you to watch pregame. So I, I can't remember what they it is. They want you to watch Clint Dempsey and that uh, redheaded guy that's been around for Alexi Lawless. a thousand years. Just, why do we dig him up every four years? Let him lay. He's like the hockey guy with the long gray hair that I, I don't know. I don't know. It's different. Uh, yeah, Alexi, what is he, why is, was he a good player? Yeah, he was our, uh, our captain for a long time, center back, big, he had like long ginger beard and hair, looked like a, a crazy caveman. Well, he should continue to have that, I probably would be more happy to see him. I know, the second career thing, he's trying to be all serious with a suit. Pretty good gig though, you just work once every four years. Yeah, I mean, he's working all the time. That's a pretty good. He doesn't need to, it's like Bob Costas in the Olympics. Yeah. Like, dude, just take a nap for three and a half years. Yeah, people are afraid of losing relevancy and, you know, do all kinds of things like start podcasts and travel around the country talking to strangers yep. instead of spending time with their wives. Right, 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 right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but 
congrats, America. Watch the game Saturday. If we make it, yeah. this. What's cool is that this is a big moment for the sport, mm-hmm. like to grab hold in the country because everyone's watching it. So if we like really make a dent in the tournament, kids, a new generation of kids will start playing. It's crazy. It's a big That's deal. Because I, the only the time I was most into soccer was 2010, which was the other year we did well in the World Cup, and it's because I was in high school and we were all playing the FIFA video game, mm-hmm. and that's like the extent of my knowledge. And now all those players are in the old age of their mid 30s and aren't even on the team anymore. Yeah, and so, so having to relearn, but it's so fun to watch. It's so so fun when they're you can feel how important it is to everybody there, and it's sad to see all the players like crying when they lose. But it is it does add like a amazing weight to every moment of every game because you're like the people have been trained their whole lives they really only get maybe like two shots at this for sure and it's you know the stakes are higher for Iran who just kicked out because they protested a little bit didn't sing the national anthem the first rounds oh they're got going in home. trouble with the government now they're going home yeah so like there's some some worry about like their families and, and what's gonna happen should we have let them win no. Okay. No. Okay. Cool. No. 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 Because our players' families would probably have been fine. Yeah, but so it might have been emotionally right. different. Yeah, but the flip side of that, there are videos of them, the U.S. players crying, just overwhelmed with joy in the locker room. Yeah, and it was cool. That's true. Patriotism. Um. Enough about soccer for one day. Deal. How's your week been going? <laughs> or should we do an advertisement? You tell me. Let's do an advertisement. Let's All get right. that out of the way. I uh, it slipped my mind what the advertisement is, so you you would be best to tell me if it is good to slot in here. Yeah, let's go you know and slot I mean. it in. Didn't need to say it like that. <clears throat> the holiday season is upon us, and that means folks will be traveling. This is the busiest time of year for airlines, hotels, and rental car companies. That means higher prices for you and me. Boo. I almost said that sentence like me boo. I was Irish and it was a woman I was dating. <laughs> like her prices and me boo. Yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> you should never have to pay uh, high prices just to see your gosh darn family. I bailed on that word because I knew I was going to mess it up. Family exorbitant. Oh, exorbitant. Exorbitant. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you need to just get there. It's like it is, it is, I could say hi. I'm going to start using those big words in these more exorbitant. Yeah, that's right. Um, now that you don't have to, sorry, I'm going to go back. So I don't know what I'm talking about. You should never have to pay high prices just to see your gosh darn family. Now you don't have to. Thanks to the squat guys. Mm. They are a group of don't, mm, don't, mm. Why? I don't know. I'm just interested. I'm interested in this. The squat guys. They are a group of guys from the fringes of (laughs) the fringes of society who simply observe when regular folks with nice homes leave town. Then they break into their homes and get the amenities ready for your luxurious stay in in Oblivious Family's master bedroom. Your team of squat guys will monitor the mother's social media to determine when the family will return. This is not good. My mom's going to freak out. She doesn't like when I post I'm out of town for this very reason. Uh, to return so that the cleanup crew can be sent in. You'll pay a fraction of what they would have charged you at the Holiday Inn, or the emotional toll you would have to endure by staying in your uncle's guest room slash podcast studio slash hunting trophy gallery. I learned that the squat guys... Well, I learned about the squat guys when I returned home from my pilgrimage to Spain. As soon as I stuck the key in the door to my condo, I heard several shrieks. There was a very nice family from Iowa in there, and after some initial violence, we became dear friends and still keep in touch. (laughs) 
They told me about the Squat Guys, and I haven't stayed in a hotel since. Sign up and start squatting today, or don't, and risk getting squatted on yourself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> getting squatted on. That's a that's get, a visual. Get squatted on. Whew. Um, yeah, well, that's just an alternative um, lodging option for any of you that are going to be traveling this holiday season. If you don't want to pay for an Airbnb or hotel, get the Squat Guys and just stay in somebody's nice home. Yeah, it's non-consensual Airbnb. Exactly. Smart. Yeah. Capitalism, baby. Yeah. And then it's nice to know people are always watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually can't go to sleep unless I know someone's watching me. Yeah, that's it's good. A, it's a thing I have. That's why you sometimes will FaceTime me in the middle of the night, and then it just seems like you're asleep. Yep. It's scheduled. That adds up. Okay, so that was the ad. Uh, my week, Thanksgiving, just happened. Yeah. That was great. How was yours? <laughs> uh, it, it was fun. Uh, the one memorable thing was, you know, I was just immediate family. Mm -hmm. Mom, dad, sister, brother-in-law, and my three nieces, and me. And at dinner, my dad casually would slip in a, a sentence like, yeah, well, then Forrest Whitaker died, and I like this movie, and he just keeps talking. And I was like, what? Forrest Whitaker died? Yeah, and I didn't want to get my phone out, but then he said, um, he said Steve Martin died. No, he said Bill Murray died. And I was like, whoa, like in a what? <laughs> and I got my phone out and like went to Twitter. Because, you know, you, you hear news and you're like, is this trending? I don't know about it. Yeah, maybe I just haven't heard. And he's like, yeah, he died like abruptly a week ago. And then he was like, Harrison Ford died, Mich Michelle Pfeiffer. And I was like, no, they, like, I don't think no, so. they did not. <laughs> Those, they, they are so alive. Uh, and I, I was like, where did you find this information? And he, YouTube, you know, has algorithmed him uh -huh. to death. And his algorithm is just Fake dead celebrity news. <laughs> you know what Mr. Tuning likes? Learning about famous dead people. And it, it took a while for him not to believe that that wasn't true. Because he was like, that's an eight-minute video. Of course that happened. Yeah, who could make a video about something unreal? It's edited like an in-memoriam at the Oscars. Woody, Woody Harrelson is dead. Why would someone make those? I don't know. What is the... Is it just to get clicks? Or is it somebody has wants these people to die? I know some people do it. Like TMZ will do it for old celebrities and have it ready to go. So as soon as they die, they release an edited video. Yeah, you don't have to be rushing it. Yeah. It's they had like, the Betty White one for like 30 years. 100%. They had to keep updating it with her new accomplishments. Yeah, just taking up so much space on the hard drive. When is she going to go, dude? We, we did. Remember, we did mention that on the podcast and she died like a week later. Yeah, we killed her. We've we've already apologized for that, so no need to belabor it. Yep. Uh, so it was, it was very funny, and he was he got really happy because he was like, "Oh, I thought this whole year all well, the celebrities were dying." What an amazing moment for him to realize that eleven or twelve beloved people are not dead, but still creating art to be enjoyed. Yeah. If if you want a Thanksgiving to remember. Just convince yourself that everyone has died yeah. and then realize they didn't. Wow, that is about as thankful as you could ever be on Thanksgiving. 100%. Bill Murray's been resurrected. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. It's like Groundhog Day, but for real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lives life Every over year. and over. The funny thing is now when celebrities really do die, your dad is not going to believe it. That is true. He's going to call you every time and be like, did they really die? Like, no, this is on ABC World News Tonight, you can believe this. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. Editing's getting pretty good. <laughs> yeah. If um, it's on the if it's on the like the the Yahoo homepage, that's how you know. hundred yeah. percent. This is this is why we have to vote, people. Boomers believe anything on the internet. They believe any they believe people are dead, people are alive. 
There's an, how, what percentage of boomers do we have listening to this? Well, I don't even know what age range that is. Now? Yeah, now it's probably like 55 and up. Okay. Because Gen X would be under and they're... 40. Isn't that also what Oklahoma fans call themselves? Boomer sooner, yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucks. I'm a boomer. It's like you're 19. Yeah, that that would suck if we if like Georgia fans were Gen Zs. Gen Zs like, oh man, why'd you have to name a whole so generation old. after our fan base? Um, okay, yeah. How was how was your thing? So stop making those videos. Whoever's doing yeah, it. Stop, stop tricking our dads. Into thinking that beloved people have yeah, died. Yeah, if I, I can't go hang out with my parents and think Stanley Tucci just died, it'll ruin the whole vibe. Yeah. The vibe will be off. Who's going to teach us how to make Negronis on YouTube now? Yeah, he's and his bald representation matters to me. I'll spiral. He is a lovely man. What a, just everything about him, his voice, his demeanor, his his performance in Mean Girls. Yep. All of it. He is in Mean Girls, right? He's the dad? Is that, I think that's Easy A. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. He's so funny in that That's movie. the one I'm thinking of. Who's the dad in Mean Girls? Like Amy Poehler is the mom, right? And then I don't know who the dad is. It's somebody good. We should figure this out. Let's uh, look into it later. Okay. You can you Google it. I'll talk about my Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, our Thanksgiving was wonderful. We had, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to go see Anna's mom in Greenville like we were planning to because she tested positive for COVID two days before Thanksgiving. No. So she had to just kind of hang out, which was really sad. Is she okay? Yeah, All she's good? fine. Okay. She was actually here yesterday. She's fully recovered. Um, but we spent a lot of time with... Um, we went to see Anna's uh, dad and their family and her brother and sister, which was a lot of fun. And then at my house, the whole family came because we have a new baby in the family. I don't even know if I mentioned this last week, but big news in our family. I'm an uncle. Hey, uh, my sister is a mother. My brother-in-law is a father, and a lot of other implications as well. <laughs> um, baby Haven is wonderful and perfect, and I just feel a lot of that pressure. That sounds like you called your house a baby Haven. Is that is the no the baby's, ba- name? The baby's name is Haven? All right, I'm not saying that my home is a haven for yeah, babies. The baby Haven is decorated so good. Yeah, that is that would be a nice name for a nursery, like a daycare. Baby Haven. Baby Haven. Yeah. A haven for your baby. Oh, they didn't think about that before they named Haven named on the baby. Haven on Earth. Haven is now on Earth. Please keep going. Haven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Haven on Earth. Um, all right, we'll stop with that. But um, yeah, it was very fun. The only problem is you can't really do anything uncle-wise yet. The only way to be a good uncle at this stage is just to not drop the baby when you hold it. Yeah. I don't know what else I can really do other than get him a nice gift. You can't drop the baby. But gift, they won't remember it. Yeah, that's not even for the baby, really. Your that's... nipples don't do anything. No, although uh, my cousin Walker was holding the baby, Uh-oh. and it kept trying to... Latch on? It, my sister was like, that's what she does when she's trying to nurse. She's hungry. <laughs> yeah, some something maternal about Walker. He's a big guy, big, strong man. And um, I guess Baby Haven was, was drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to figure out how to be a good uncle, but I don't know how, if at this point, if there's even any ways to do that. Uh, I think you'd be a good uncle by being a good brother and brother-in-law. That's boring. I want to do stuff with the baby. I, the baby doesn't, the baby's not a thing for a year and a half. What do they do? When do they start doing stuff? How long? You're an uncle of three? Uh, three. Uncle of three? Three nieces. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's what I have, I have a niece too. What? See, now it's very fun. Like I went to my oldest niece's uh, play 
And she's in seventh grade. She, and she was the lead at Tinkerbell, and it was amazing. She's Tinkerbell? Yeah, I cried. It was oh great. She was wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to cry. It's like 220 lines. That's crazy. Insane. How old is she? She's 12? What is seventh grade? Something like that. Yeah, I don't have no idea. There's not, the confidence don't be, there. Don't want to know that. I, I could have never. I did a couple plays senior year, and I had... I lost like ten lines. I just didn't. I was like, I don't. I gotta leave. I get nervous when I for the, I get nervous for the actors when I go watch a play that I don't know any of them. I'm yeah. just like, oh, please don't mess up. Uh-huh. I, just, I need you to not feel pain for me to enjoy this. <laughs> so that's fun. Other niece is obsessed with animals, so I'll go over there and she like, brings me her turtle. And there's yeah, there's real turtle. It's interactive and it's fun. Yeah, Otis. Otis the turtle. Otis the turtle. Oh, they live a long time, right? Too long. Yeah, like human age. You kind of want animals that their life lasts as long as like your phase of interest in them. Yeah, you know, dogs and cats are different. They need to live forever. But I remember we would get a hamster, and then it'd be like month eight with the hamster, and we'd be like, well, "How long are we gonna have to keep this hamster?" <laughs> and we would release them in the yard. What? Yeah, there's a, we've really we released at least three hamsters just in our backyard in like the field. Oh, they're dead, dead. They died so fast. Well, we were just like maybe they'll find other mice and join them and make a home. But we really knew deep down that there's like, just an orphaned PetSmart. They're like tribe in the woods. Eleven <laughs> hawks that live in the trees in our backyard that are just like ah, oh, please keep buying hamsters. Yes, yeah. hawks are smart. I'm sure they were watching you. Like they're pretty fed up. They're gonna release these little MFs in the woods. Every soon. time they see us driving home with like a bunch of like a like a crate with tubes coming out of it, the hawks are like, "It's about give give them like five months." <laughs> yeah. Start the timer, buddies. Yeah. Um, my uh, speaking of my cousin Walker, they had a hamster growing up, and this is the story that they tell. And I don't know why they would lie about it, but they had a big big hamster, and they. My aunt, I think, was ready to be done with it, and Walker was like a young boy and didn't want to be done with it, but my aunt was... I could be getting this wrong, but she released it like a neighborhood away, and they... I don't remember what they told Walker. A few days later... No. The hamster was like on their front porch, like, I've come home. It was a homing hamster. Yeah, he had like some sort of instinct that brought him all the way back to their house. And I think my aunt had told Walker it was dead. And Walker's just like, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> this is the most amazing thing of all time. I need to get the real version of that story, but that's the one that. And then what happened? Then it was They kept it. They're like, how could we get rid of this hamster now? Yeah. It's like homeward bound. The prodigal hamster. Yeah. Crazy. It came back. Imagine all the adventures it had in those two days. <laughs> It probably floated down a. That's down a, a drain. that's a Pixar movie. Like, yeah, I think its name was Angel, or that sounds right. Something. Yeah, and um, I think it bit people. It had the favor a lot. of God. Uh, I mean, it was a survivor. Yeah, I mean, clearly. I mean, the amount of cats per per square foot from where they released it to get back to their house. A lot of cats in Decatur, Georgia. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that could get a hamster. Do you know about my homeless um, folks? My trick hermit crab. No. Why would I know about that? Because <laughs> I have a bad memory, and I could have told this story last week on the podcast, and I would. What I wouldn't know. What does trick hermit crab mean? Um, I was, I was, I was trying to sell it to the circus because it was a genius. I uh, got a hermit crab. How old were you? Six. Okay, seven. so you were like, I have the best one. Yeah, my brain was soup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was a dumb 
idiot. Your uncles, okay? your uncles could barely even do anything with you. But listen, I could make my hermit crab. <laughs> <laughs> I could make my hermit crab bark. <laughs> what? See, that's amazing. I don't I, care I how do, old you are. Yeah, I, uh, I'm 30. I, I want to see it. Yeah, well, it's they don't they don't last like turtles. I don't think. <laughs> Or maybe my mom just threw it in the gutter. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, well, how do you get uh, so, it to bark? <clears throat> so, you know, picked it up, coming back from Florida at one of these chaotic... Hermit crab s- is what again? It's a crab that lives in a shell? Yeah. Kind of comes it's like out a snail, like but the a crab. size of a coin? Coins come in different shapes. What what's that? What coin size is it? I'm it's a bigger one. This is like a half dollar. Like, it's bigger okay, than a... Okay, big old hermit crab. Yeah. Okay. You know, we have our little habitat, uh, and, you know, you just watch it, and... It would get scared and go back in and it's kind of yeah, lame. And that's his whole life. Yeah, but then I would like tap on it to on the shell. Yeah, to get it to like come out, and it would go <laughs> like every time I tap, it would talk to me. Yeah, crazy. And I I remember showing my parents, and they were like, "What? This is wild." I was calling my friends, putting on speakerphone up to the habitat. <laughs> Did you hear that? And they're like, "No." It was, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> um, then it died the next day. It was dying. It was calling for help. Oh. And I was like, I have a barking hermit crab. I'm going to be on a Ripley's Believe It or Not, my favorite show at the time. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be on one of those comically big Guinness World Record books and get at a Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to me that when you were six, your favorite show was Ripley's Believe It or Not. That it explains was some things about you. Wild. <laughs> that and like police chases countdowns. <laughs> remember those? No wonder you love these oh, oh, Terror, Terrifier 2 movies. Yep. Um, so yeah, that so was, that it, was that. it barked for one day when it was in agony. It was suffering. Yeah, it was. It was, I didn't speak hermit crab. St- still don't. But that would be like if you had a kidney stone and someone just started shaking your house. Yeah, and you're like, oh, and they're like, it's a trick. Yeah, He's doing a trick. Like, like, hold on, I'll do it again. I'm gonna call my friend. <laughs> yeah, that was a hermit crab. Don't even remember his name. Um, but, but he, he was he was magic. He left an impression. Hey, if he hadn't gotten sick and died like that, you wouldn't even remember him. That is true. I know so I had other hermit crabs. He left right? his mark. Yeah. Yeah. And now we know that hermit crabs, if they really want to, they can scream. Yeah. Was it kind of like when a lobster gets boiled and they make that noise? They like hiss to death? I've never done that. That seems... Yeah. My neighbor, Ben, who you know, yeah. you know is a fishmonger and like meat salesman. So yeah. he'll just like knock on my door and give me salmon flesh. It's awesome. But one time he was like, do you want lobster? I was like, sure. And he knocked on my door and handed me a live lobster. And I was like, mm. absolutely not. Nope. No chance. I'm willing to eat anything that someone else kills, but I'm not ready to boil something alive. Yeah, my integrity is low when it comes to the food industry, but I'm not going to kill it myself. We had uh, my senior year at Auburn. I lived in the fraternity house, and we had a event that was like a crawfish broil where they just bring in like trash cans full of live crawfish. Then you boil them up and serve them with corn and stuff um but i decided that i was gonna save one of them and raise it as a pet this is in college yeah 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 okay and uh and he would be like our live in my room with me and Mm -hmm. me and martin and (laughs) so i picked one out the biggest strongest one i could find and his name was caleb caleb crawdad Mm -hmm. and he would just kind of go with me everywhere for about two days and even go to the shower with us because we had a big community prison style shower where four of us would be in a room showering and so i'd put caleb on the floor with all of us showering and he would be happy as a you know he likes water and then caleb died a few days later of natural causes and it wasn't that natural we had a 
we had a funeral for him and there was about 30 people <laughs> in attendance what? for his funeral and it was pretty emotional wow. and since then i'm like well i can never boil another crustacean because it'll just make me think of caleb that makes sense yeah. do you remember the uh the uh not obituary what do you call it when you eulogy say, yeah you there was a there caleb was a big i did do i wish i had it written down because there was a lot of emotions and a lot of people brought gifts and said some of their fondest memories that they had with Caleb. Most of them were about everybody would be having him in the shower, kind of just as company. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, sorry, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, let's go. Okay, uh, <clears throat> all right. Those are our traumatic pet stories. Uh, I was talking about my nieces. Yeah, I want so, to be a good uncle. Yeah, let's talk about uncle stuff. Don't get them pets that die soon. Uh, I found a list online. I was trying to figure out how to be a good uncle. And so I went to uh, parents.com. That's the website. Did you Google it or did you just go? To- I Googled how to be a good uncle. I don't know if you just went to parents.com to figure it out. Well, I go there every now and then just to see what the latest trends are. Yeah. Just make sure I'm prepared. <laughs> um, and this article is called Seven Ways to Be a Great Aunt or Uncle. And so since you're already an uncle, I want to see if these hold up for you and if which, which of these I should really focus on. Mm. Number one says don't be too serious. If you're not a parent yet yourself, handling a teeny tiny newborn that seems so super fragile is daunting, and when they begin to grow up and develop personalities, you might try to be a version of yourself that you think is appropriate instead of giving your niece or nephew the real deal. I don't think I'm going to struggle with that at all. You're not going to struggle with that at all. You're the obviously the comic relief in the family. Like You're not going to be too serious. I think that I'm going to be a level of serious that is so low it might be a problem. Mm-hmm. They're like, support the head. Yeah. And I'm and you're like, did you not hear the joke? Yeah. Like, no, support the head. Yeah, it's like, I will once you laugh at the thing I said earlier. Um, Number two, um, don't just purge. What? I I didn't really know what that meant. Um, You you can kill whoever you want. The government doesn't care. What says don't just purge? I think you can purge as long as you're doing other stuff too. Oh, okay. Um, Like maybe some community service hours (laughs) or something. Um, it says if you're already if you've already been through the baby rodeo a few times and now your younger siblings have just had a baby of her own, it might be tempting to send all your lightly and lovingly used hand-me-downs her way. While it's a kind gesture that can help save her some money, mom of two, Catherine Baker from Statesville, North Carolina, says sometimes it can be a bit too much. My sister-in-law thought it was helpful to give me all of her daughter's hand-me-downs. Some of it was helpful, but then some of it was just overwhelming. That doesn't really apply to me at all. No, I can't stop thinking about the baby rodeo. Um, yeah, the baby rodeo a few times. Visually, that's awesome. I'm seeing a big old bull absolutely eating a baby. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just—I was just seeing like a baby dressed in a cowboy outfit, and you were thinking a baby getting bucked off the back of a bronco. Yeah, or like <laughs> someone uh, on a horse. You know, who they, wants to give us their baby? They're, they're ranching, and they have to throw the rope around like the calves. Like and then it's just this it. baby stomping around, <laughs> getting dragged, getting by the roped. Rope. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Baby rodeo. Write that down. I'm uh, a cowboy baby. Cowboy baby. Yep. <laughs> Did you? Were you the oldest? I was the oldest on my like whole side of the family, so I never wore any like hand me down stuff. But I definitely did pass a lot of stuff to my brothers and cousins. My brother. I got some cousin stuff, and my sister made me cross dress a lot. I was Joanna. I was because you had older uh, older sister, yeah. And so you had to wear her stuff. Uh, she would dress me up as Joanna, and I'd walk downstairs, and my dad would be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> it's 
your sister that's normal your sister would do that to you i feel like older sisters i didn't have one but like are the older sister to younger brother dynamic is one of the potentially meanest potentially yeah because she was she was an angel i remember she pushed me down the stairs one time and then she yelled and they yelled at me <laughs> you got in trouble Aaron, what'd you do i was like why'd you why are you jumping down the <laughs> stairs a psycho yeah my uh my mom and my aunt are older than my uncle and when he was a, a little boy they would uh make him they would shove him down their laundry chute do you know what, what a laundry chute yeah. is yeah like the hole in the floor hopefully, that goes down to the laundry room hopefully there would be a pile of laundry i at the think bottom? they would hopefully check on that but i remember uncle jack being like, yeah they used to throw me down the laundry chute <laughs> i'm just like man glad i didn't have older sisters it sounds Yikes. crazy mean yeah he became an actor hmm. um clean the freaking house is number three i'm not this is a bad list between the sleepless nights the changes in hormones and figuring i don't want to think about my in figuring out the breastfeeding bit, your sister or sister-in-law doesn't need a cute onesie for the newborn as much as she needs, you know, a nap. New mom, Katie McGuffin of New York City, says the biggest help her siblings offered was the gift of helping out around the house, cooking meals, helping with cleaning, and offering to babysit while mom and dad have a date night. We're all greatly appreciated. So that's that's where that's what it is. Yeah. It is you are a, a trusted relative. You know, they want you to be involved in this kid's life, be around, help them when they need help. You know, Allie's like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Let me hold the child. Yeah, I mean, I, well, here's the thing. I'm happy to hold the child while she goes to the bathroom. I don't think they're going to want me to stay at their house with the baby while they go somewhere. For sure. I've, I've never babysitted my three nieces. <laughs> no, and you've never been, never been asked probably. No. And I would like to keep that the dynamic. I don't want to ever seem so reliable that that's an option. Smart. So I'm gonna I'm never gonna drop the baby, but I might make them be like, maybe Andrew shouldn't hold the baby for like an hour. Yeah, you gotta become ungov ungovernable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Never yeah. let them know your next move. Yep, that's good. Um, number four: own and use the cool aunt slash uncle title. It might make. Do you have an uncle title? Are you just Uncle Aaron? Cool uncle title. Kunkel. Kunkel? That's cool what uncle. Is the, yeah, that's true. That's what they call it. No. Uh, I'm just Uncle Aaron. Uncle Aaron. I feel like that's most people's situation. That's I, it. I got Aunt Allison, Aunt Buffy, Aunt Becky. Yeah. And it seems like that should be all there is to it. But uh, I will say the um, they've been calling me Tio Andrew. Hey. Which I'm a fan of. Yeah. I'm Bil be bilingual. Tio since I'm Colombian now. What did, by did, marriage. Did you have any stupid uh, grandparent nicknames? No, but we're trying to figure that out for my dad right yeah. now. And it's... Um, Pastor Andy? I've pitched, I've pitched a lot of good stuff. Yeah, sir. <laughs> um, we had uh, Mimi and Gramps and Gram and Pop. Pretty... Gram and Pop, that's cute. Gram and Pop's great. My mom is Squeezy. Squeezy? <laughs> no. Uh, and my dad is Papa. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Squeezy. What were your grandparents? Munchy. <laughs> Not kidding. Okay. That's a, that was that's, like her name. That's Okay. I was hoping it was your yeah, grandmother. Yeah. I think her name was Fran, but like everyone since high school called her Munchy. Munchy, Munchy and Crunchy? I don't know why. It's not Munchy and Crunchy. Um, yeah. The rest were just kind of normal grandma, grandpa, I think. Yeah. My uh, my mom, my I have younger cousins, so they her name is Sandra, and they couldn't say that when they were babies, so they called her Dida. Dida. <laughs> I'm gonna try to say Sandra, but it comes out Dida. 
So she's going to stay with that. And I think my dad should be, should be Dida and Doodoo. Dida and Doodoo. Yeah. I like he it. He doesn't like that one at all. Um, <laughs> so if any, if any listeners have any ideas for what my dad should be called by his grandchildren, we are in the process. Yeah. My brother-in-law's parents, uh, my nieces call them Chief and Kiki. Chief and Kiki? Yeah. Because Kitty is her name. So Kiki yeah, makes I like, sense. I'm not, I'm not drawn... That's not the one that's making me feel weird. Chief? Chief? Yeah, I don't know. But you could be like a police chief. Yeah. Doesn't have to be Native Fire American. Chief. Is that where you went? No, I was just... Well, there's just so many things. I'm like, does he, has he earned that title? You know? It's kind of like... He wears a, a handkerchief around everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no feathers or I don't. I don't know where it came from, but it's pretty good. Chief. I like it. Um... All right, let's. We can skip the rest. Of yeah, this, I would probably. love for that list to be over yeah, soon. There's only one. make time to participate, even if you're far away. Uh, offer to keep the here's okay. Last one. <laughs> offer to keep the noisy toy at your house. <laughs> <laughs> the noisy toy. As is like we all are. There's gonna be a noisy toy. <laughs> yeah. Or you have like the the PlayStation or something, so they come over and they can do that. But then it's not at home. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what noisy toy I could keep at my house that wouldn't be extremely alarming. For people to see at a family of people's house that don't have kids, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at two giant Hulk hands right now. Yeah, that is those are, those have batteries in them and they make, they are noisy. They go Hulk smash. Yeah, right. Yeah, you've been playing with them. I can. I've tell. played with them. Um, yeah, well, they could, it's, Hulk hands are kid friendly. My, um, I got given. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever been given a Christmas gift, and then it got taken away immediately. It was one year a family friend bought when my brother and I were probably like. 12 and 10 she got both of us hulk hands at the exact same time Mm. that's not good no (laughs) it's so obviously our 11 and uh our 12 and 10 year old selves opened the hulk hands put them on and started punching the crap out of each other yeah you're smashing each other and i don't know what she thought was going to happen but she was so upset and she was like i'm so sorry and she took them back And I think just like gave us each like twenty dollars. It was like I'm so sorry, you guys can't have these. And my mom was like, "Thank you." That's so funny. You can't buy combat toys like Nerf guns. You're like, just don't shoot it. Yeah, you look at it. Just don't shoot it. Yeah, don't shoot each other. It's like what, what are our instincts? Everything in me says to hit my brother with this. Yeah, it, they're boxing gloves. They're they, boxing. They gloves. literally are boxing gloves, and they don't make them like these ones that I have anymore. These are like they pretty, don't. They don't make them like these. They anymore. don't make it. They make them. They make them plush now. They're like pillows. Uh-huh. These are like. Plastic, firm. You with can the, really whack somebody. Yeah, with the right the right arm attached and the right person getting hit, you could get knocked out. You could break someone's jaw. Yeah, for sure. That'd be so embarrassing. Um, but she gave us the money that she had used to buy them, and then we just went and immediately bought Hawkins really? with the money. <laughs> and had leftover money. I think we went to Walmart the next day, and we're just like, we're going to go get these Hawkins. Nice. We have a taste for, for violence. For, vi- for Hulk smashing each other. Yeah. And so we got them. Uh, I mean, the best part about being an uncle is they the kids rule, right? Yeah. Do you, you like kids for the most part? I do. Yeah, the good ones. Yeah. Uh, and then when it's too much, you're like, I barely know these kids. They're yours. Take them away. Yeah, well, it's like you and Ozzy. Absolutely. You get to get them riled up when you come over, and then you go home. I don't, I've don't. i never picked up his doo-doo. No. I have every day exactly. for the last few years. Yeah, I just pet him for 20 minutes, and I'm out. Yeah, they asked me if I want to change a diaper at Thanksgiving. And I said, I'm not going to show them, I'm not going to let them know that I'm capable of that. Yes. Type of. I have never changed a diaper. Yeah. I will. I'm not, I'm not the thing with, dude, it's going to grow. Like, of course, if it's mine. Yeah. I'm ready. 
Also, before we wrap up this uncle thing, I should say my sister's been texting me pictures of Haven and just say this is her face while we're listening to No Worries If Not. <laughs> and the baby's smiling. So, oh, that's cute. Hey, Haven. Thanks for listening. I hope um, that we have a great relationship. Aw. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Tearing up. Um, what, what else should we discuss? We went and saw a movie this week together. We did. You went on a date with me and Anna. Uh-huh. You made me sit in the middle. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, you know, accountability. Yeah. Um, we went and saw The Menu. What a great movie. I'm, I'm I'm proud of you guys. It's not it wasn't a scary movie. It's just like a it's like thriller. A thriller. It's like a dark comedy. Definitely yeah. pretty dark. It was funny. It, it was very funny. Uh, yeah, and it was a good time. Yeah, the premise is that it's a like a celebrity chef that has a restaurant on an island, and he lures all these people out there and starts to decide he wants to kill them. Yeah, that's that's not really a spoiler. You get no. that from the trailer. The trailer. Yeah, it's very good. It's Ralph Fiennes, legend, Anya Taylor Joy. Cast is great. John yep. Leguizamo. See the actor guy? Yes. There's a couple others that I can't remember who's in it, but yeah, it's solid. Great. And we bought tickets and I was alarmed because they were like $30, but I hadn't been to a movie in so long that I was like, I guess this is just what movies cost now. And then we got there and they were like, oh, you got a VIP ticket. It comes with free popcorn soda and unlimited ice cream. <laughs> Which was very good ice cream. And you'd think it might not be great. It was great. It was solid. Yeah. Uh, Still not worth it. I, w- I don't normally get no, anything when I go. I would not have gotten I smuggle any. in a water, and that's it. <laughs> What's your water smuggling method? Back pocket. And they're, not, they're not checking. They don't They're care. not patting me down. No. And it's water. It's a 15-year-old. Like, if I'm smuggling in, like, beers and stuff, you know, it's like, who cares? Yeah. It's like, I would just like to not pay $6 for a water bottle. That seems reasonable. Yeah, and you say, I have a sore throat, <clears throat> and then they'll get away from you. And I'm a VIP, apparently. Yeah, you gotta you gotta weaponize COVID and use it in those situations. <laughs> yes, you know. Um, well, we got big weekends coming up. You can't talk about your plans this weekend, can you? That'll be something people learn about later. Mm, I shouldn't. Okay. Uh, we're shooting some golf content with some some fun. It's a very fun shoot. I'm excited about. It's gonna be very exciting for everyone to learn about what you're gonna be doing on Saturday. Um, I on Saturday, I Anna was a very good wife yesterday because i threw some changes to our plans at her is that what you do every day at the end of the day you're a good wife today bad wife yeah we give little ratings to each other yeah, yeah. and pass or fail we have a in the closet we have a big whiteboard with like the calendar and we have our ratings from each day see who wins at the end of the year and so we kind of know who's winning yeah yeah, yeah. you know and yeah, which has been really healthy for us so far to kind of know who has the power and who has work to do. Yeah, that's I think it was your dad's book on marriage, right? Like keep score. Yeah, the new that's rules cool. for love, sex, and dating. Keep score. Um, keep score. Um, and um, you know, just really hold things over each other. Mm. Um, but we're leaving for Denver tonight for four nights. Hopefully, we don't get squatted on while we're there. Um. And I have a show Thursday to church, and then I book some club shows for Friday, Saturday, and we're just going to have a good old time in Denver. But yesterday, I got an email from the representation from one podcaster, comedian, Mark Marin, Big. Big name in the comedy in the podcast world, and they need an opener for him in Nashville on Saturday, and asked if I would come do it. And so I need to do that. That's a big opportunity. And uh, also a huge fan of his. Um, and so I was like, Anna, you know, this Denver trip we've really been looking forward to and made dinner reservations and planned on like driving to Vail and stuff. It's like, I'm going to have to leave a day early to go to Nashville. 
and she was so accepting and wonderful about it and i could tell she was disappointed but she was like this is absolutely what you need to do it's for your career it's just why we do stuff like this um so we're still gonna go to denver and do like three nights there and then um fly to nashville and open for old mark Marin. That's exciting. Very exciting. Did, is, I can't he, believe that they chose me. Did he ask for you? Do you know? Does he know who you are? I don't know how they found me exactly. I think that they probably talked to Nashville folks mm. and have good connections there. And he may have asked for somebody clean or just somebody that can do 20 reliably. or Because they're women do 20 minutes, I think. Um, so very excited about that. He, We have very different styles of comedy. Mm-hmm. And so it would be a pretty hectic show. He's a... Uh, Y'all, y'all should check out Mark Marin. He's very funny. His podcast is incredible. One of the biggest podcasts in the world. Yeah, WTF. WTF. Right? Yeah. Um, he's had like Obama he, on. He interviewed Barack Obama. Pretty much anybody. Every A-list person. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm very excited to hopefully meet him and um, do that show. So cool. This comes out Thursday, Saturday. If you're in Nashville, come on out to the T-Pack, which is the theater, on Saturday. Fun. Cool. It's a whole theater, like Civic Center vibe. Yeah. Yeah. The James K. Polk something. That's awesome. Yeah. Very excited. Cool. Fun opportunity. So, And where are you going to be in Denver? Denver, I'm going to be at... Like, can anybody go to the show? Do you going to plug it? Um, the thing Thursday night is private, and then I don't think I'm going to be able to do the Friday, Saturday ones anymore, so I yeah. won't plug it. But hopefully I'll be back to do some stuff in Denver soon. Got it. Because Anna and I did a lot of research on fun stuff to do that now we're not going to get to do as much as we thought. Dang. So Let me know. I would like to go to Denver. You want to come with I, us? I got, I got people. Up It'll there. be like a whole um, VIP movie experience, but a whole weekend. Unlimited ice cream in Denver. Yeah, on the air, air, airplane. I'll bring. I'll, we can smuggle on some water bottles. Great. A little more tough. We'll ride it home for the airline. Let's stay on the comedy train. Yeah. And uh, we did an episode. I mean, six, seven, eight months now ago. Yeah. Um, where we talked about just joke ideas, bits we had in our head. We threw in our notes that. You know, you were working on or things that was like this could be a sketch. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, and we talked those out. Yeah, and so and I, people I, were like, um, we were like, do you guys like this? We'll do it more if you like it. And they were all like, we love it. Please continue to do it. And then we didn't. For we about did eight it at months. All. Yeah, <laughs> but here you go, guys. Here's some more. Yeah. So let's just go through a few. Um, one thing too is you know you have gaslit me into trying to do stand up again at some point, right? I don't feel like I've done it effectively. because no. it's been years. Uh, I've thought about it a lot more recently. Um, I've had a couple of dreams about it. That's kind a, of panic dreams where it's like I'm hanging out and someone's like, hey, you're about to go on. And you're like, what? Oh, yeah. And I'm just not ready at all. Um, but after, like, I wake up because I'm so stressed out, but then I have new bits and I write them down on my phone. From your dreams? Yes. Because you... And then I'm up for at like 1 a.m. and I'm writing for 20 minutes on my phone because there's just a full bit in my head. It's like someone gave it to you. Weird. Whoa. I don't like it. It's probably your um your crab from your past. Your magic crab. Mm. Probably infiltrating your dreams trying to help you. Magic ghost crab. He's like your guardian angel yeah. crab. I, ha- I have magic crabs. Yeah. <laughs> That's leave it at that. Is that the title of the Magical Crab Aaron Aaron has magical crabs. <laughs> um that's awesome. So in your dream, or do you actually go on stage and start doing the bit and then you wake up and you're like, I got to write down that bit I just did? Yeah. It's 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 like if I right now, coherently awake, yeah. went to an open mic uh-huh. and just had an idea and started riffing on it. Are you getting stage time in your sleep? That's yeah. not fair at all. I know. Count, that's Pretty amazing. cool. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, a stress dream that has a benefit, which is nice. Good crowds? No. 
<laughs> I actually don't remember the crowds. I don't know how that does, but yeah, I have the dream, but I started doing, I start doing my real material in my dreams, but I can't remember it. I'll get like halfway through something and then I'll panic. And then that's when I wake up and I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will be like, I'll wake up and know which of my real bits I was doing in the dream, which is not nearly as helpful as yours. Mm. I need to be doing new bits. Okay, well, tell me some of your fever dream jokes you got. <laughs> this is so stupid, uh, but it kind of makes me laugh. This is true. I'll, one of the reliable bits I did the last couple of years as a stand-up was about Snow Mountain, where I'm from. Uh, it's a giant granite mountain with a giant confederate carving there the home of the kkk <laughs> yeah. and also me yeah uh complicated uh which i have the laser show a lot of stuff but i was trying to i've always like added to that and played at that because it was a fun like i know this does well and that's how i can work and it's great to it. do in atlanta because it's like a everyone knows everybody it, knows it. It. even the south like everyone yeah kind of knows it yeah um yeah and i was trying to just talk more about growing up and then i remember this kid like I was trying to like growing up in Stone Mountain and like kind of being in like a weird redneck type neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a kid that w- he had a gerbil. It w- going back to gerbil oh, and hamsters. What an episode! I know <laughs> it might have been a hamster, but he carried around in his shirt to school. Yeah, dude. Every, every, Do you remember every, that? Every school had a gerbil kid. Yeah, and he was so strange. Uh, but we were all, you know, we're not bullies. We we're like nice to him, but we were all like, this is strange. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't mess with the gerbil kid. That kid's, who knows what he's capable Make of. Make sure the gerbil kid likes you, yeah. just in case. Yes. Yeah. Make and, sure uh, he's, you, somebody's sitting with him at lunch. So the gerbil, and it like grew because he got a baby gerbil. Do they make those? I don't know. They're in the, <laughs> the factory at PetSmart. Can, can gerbils be babies is your question? <laughs> yes. Are they born believe, like that? I believe so. Um, but he always had this gerbil and he was... It's a strange kid. We go for summer break, and he comes back with a ferret. Oh, in his <laughs> in his shirt. Upgrade. And he was so strange that people started to rumor that he was lengthening rodents. <laughs> 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 and we all were like, "Did you stretch out your gerbil?" And he wouldn't deny it. <laughs> and so that it, that just made me laugh so hard recently, just talking, thinking about that kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, I would, if it was me, I would rather them think I like killed someone than <laughs> I've been like pulling on gerbils until they become snakes. You know, it's very funny. Yeah. The, uh, the idea that like he always wanted a ferret, but his parents wouldn't let him. So he's like, well, can I have a gerbil? <laughs> yeah. His parents are like, yeah, that's fine. He's like doing his fingers all. Yeah. Yeah. Diabolically. Yeah. So I have here it's stupid, but I was like, you go over there one week, and he's like, this is my gerbil, Larry. You go over a couple weeks later, and he's like, this is my eel, Lamar. Like, no, you lengthened Larry. <laughs> you lengthened and shaved Larry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, it feels such like this a is my, Theo Vaughn This is story. my ferret, Larry. <laughs> it is very, it's like, people in my town used to yeah. be lengthening rodents. There was this kid, right? You know, that type He'd of thing. He'd be yanking on his rodent, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very funny, and you have to talk about that for sure. Okay, because I think my brain immediately went to he fed his gerbil to the ferret, but you're going no, he just lengthened it. <laughs> yeah. He's been pulling on his rodents. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Yeah, the, yeah. With the name, what's next? Making it an eel is very funny. Yeah. To yeah, and then you can bring in other animals and 
Yeah, I think it's great. Don't let that guy in the zoo. Don't he'll let be, that guy. He'll be turning your blanks into blank. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm writing that down. Uh, <laughs> what's another animal that if it got longer, it would turn into another animal that we know about? What are like the long animals? I mean, a giraffe neck. So it'd be a <laughs> yeah. He'll turn your your zebra your zebra into a giraffe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I should just go back and listen to this. I'm taking notes right now. This is good. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I have written down, I just have two to talk about, but we've, we're 47 minutes in, so it's fine. Okay. Um, so t- talking about growing up too, and, you know, Christian school stuff, not birds and bees. Mm-hmm. We don't need to talk about two girls, one cup and these horrific videos that we watch. But I was like, I never watched that. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It was like, I watched those before I like held a girl's hand. Yeah. You know, and like, weird like sexual awakening and having these chaotic things but well, then that's part of it but then i was talking about space jam the first crush i remember having was on lola bunny mm. why did they make her that thick yeah why would that they, was so confusing why would they confuse young aaron like that yeah like i remember <laughs> then i remember going to church and hearing the pastor like mention bestiality and i was like dad i think i have that <laughs> i have it it's <laughs> something you can have <laughs> you know yeah. I think I have bestiality. So yeah, it's like, Mom, what? don't let me go into PetSmart. If I go in there, I'll go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom, can I get a rabbit? <laughs> She's like, what? What? Why? It's like, no reason. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's something there. Put my, can, I, can I get an elliptical for my rabbit? <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, well, there's like... <laughs> I just have it written, too. Uh Pretty sure the government made them remake Space Jam to correct it. They were like, we're not sure what an absolutely caked up rabbit did to an entire generation of boys, but let's not do that again. <laughs> That's the reason there's like a Dragon Con. There are also people dressed up like the, the furries. The furries. That's probably a lot of people that just Origin didn't. story. Origin story. It all goes back to Lola Rabbit. Or there were other like cartoons that were like highly sexual that were, n- that were for kids. Yeah. Who framed of- Roger Rabbit? That was another rabbit that was... She wasn't a rabbit, was she? I'm thinking of she was the, the one in like the red dress. Yeah. Lola. Was it Lola Bunny? Was it a bunny? I don't know. This is weird. Now I'm just looking up cartoon smut. Yeah. Now for me, it was always uh, Lizzie McGuire, I think was my first time. I was like, I like girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. I remember... Uh, I used to try this on stage. I don't know if I think it would kind of work, but I would. I remember I, I used to love Lizzie McGuire, and so I would pray in my like evening prayers. I would pray that I would one day get to marry Hillary Duff. Yeah, I was like, please let me marry Hillary Duff. And then one, my brother and I shared a bedroom, and one night I was like, Garrett, I just told him I was like, I pray sometimes that I get to marry Hillary Duff, and he goes. Me too. No. <laughs> and I was like, really? We've both been over here in our twin beds just praying, <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, God can't answer both those prayers. So we got to decide. Get out the whole cans. We got to just get out the whole cans. Let's settle this once and for all. <laughs> there can only be one. Uh, mine was Queen Amidala. Not Natalie Portman. <laughs> Queen Amidala. <laughs> this is this episode's giving me a lot of context for you. So the one that she's got like the the red... Stuff on her face, the red like and lip. the white, yeah, the red lip blister thing, yeah, the one one stripe and the pale the white face. So like it's just kind of like a gesha. Oh well, it wasn't, but Padme too. 
Yeah, well, that's very understandable. So I don't just mean <laughs> her done up like that. I mean like that character who is Padme as well. You know oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. well, that's that's great. Natalie yeah, Portman, yeah. very attractive. I want, human, I want to marry this looking. human only dressed up like that. Like that's yeah. No. It's like where's the lip thing though? Yeah, what the heck? What? I don't know I was getting into all this. That's very funny. Phantom Menace. Yep. Sexual awakening for <laughs> It wasn't Jar Jar. It was it not was, Jar Jar. Well, as you know, scenes just they change so fast. Yeah. It can be very confusing. Misa horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna make me cut that? Darth Maul. Dual saber. I don't know. Uh, he's horny, literally. Got horns on his head. Yeah. So that's something. All right. What's yours? Uh, my bits. How much time do we have? I have to leave in five minutes. Oh, okay. Um, give us one. I'll give one. Okay. Do you want the one that is kind of working but not finished or one that's just a general idea? Let's do kind of working. I think people will like that. Okay. This is one I used to do and now I'm trying to get to go again now that I, I think I went back and think it's actually funny still. Um, there was a time when I did not have a gym membership cause I was just like working out at my office. But then when I quit that job, I was like, I need to get a gym membership, but I was being, I was really cheap. And so I would just do the free trials at all the different gyms around here. Like I would just do a week free trial mm-hmm. and there's so many gyms you can do that for so long. Um, but I did a free trial at the LA fitness right across the street. And when I went to sign up, they they were like with your free week here you get a complimentary personal training session with one of our trainers and i was just like oh, no thanks that's not in- they're not interested and they're like you have to and i was like what <laughs> and they're like yeah that's part of it and i was like okay and so i went and did this personal training session with this guy and it was this big strong ripped guy uh and he was like i used to play football for the university of alabama and then on stage i would say and then uh and then he trained me like I was the reason he didn't get drafted. Mm-hmm. Like he was do, making me do all this stuff. I think he was making things up for me to do. He did not like me. I think he knew I was taking advantage of their trial system. Um, and at one point he asked me, Andrew, if you could change one thing about your body, what would it be? And I looked up at him and I said, um, it's location. <laughs> um, I would like to be anywhere but here with you. I hate this so much. Um that's not really what I said. That, yeah, I thought, that's I thought, good. I thought that's of, a perfect I thought, answer. I thought of that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I really said, he really did ask me that, though. And what I really said is I said, um, well, if I'm, I was honest and vulnerable. And I said, uh, I'm a little, I've always been a little insecure about my skinny forearms and wrists. And he just like didn't say anything for a second. And then he looked at me and said, no one has ever said that before. <laughs> He's like, I had a whole database of answers <laughs> to like, go I, off of. I got nothing. Yeah, and then he just didn't give me any exercises for that. <laughs> he was just like, we're going to stick to my normal thing. And, yeah, you uh, say traps? Okay, traps. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like we're not going to do that. And I was like, okay, cool. Sorry I said that. <laughs> um, and then I, do, I try to find a way to like end that story, and there's more stuff I can probably add in. But Sean, I was asking Seanak about it the other day, and he said it'd be funny if you said... Uh, and I'm trying to. I'm still trapped in that gym membership, actually, because to get out of it, you have to like do all this paperwork. And by the time I get towards the end of it, my wrists are so tired. <laughs> I just not even. They're not even strong. That's why he won't train my wrists, so I won't be able. You're to, trapped forever to sign all the cancellation paperwork. That's good. So that's definitely not done. But I think there's funny stuff in there. Yeah. And I like the idea of me having to do a personal training session with this guy 
that is being so mean to me for some for reason. For sure. And just the visual. You next to this like giant bodybuilder. No offense. I know. Can funny. I say that? It's funnier. He's this big black guy with dreads, but I don't know if I can say that. But it does add to it. It does add to it. That's funnier. Yeah. When I say he played, a, he did tell me first thing. He's like, I played football at the University of Alabama. And I was like, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> you seem like I get it. it. I totally get it. Um, so that's one that I've been messing around with on stage. So. Cool. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about it in, in a month or so and see. <laughs> you didn't you didn't give it. me any any help. Well, I'm stressed because you need to leave in one minute. <laughs> I do need to leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and feel free to leave us a nice comment or review review on Apple. We never we, we need to start asking for that more. And we also need to start doing video. Come on. We're gonna start doing video. Um, if anybody wants to be our producer for free, wants to be if any of you want to be an unpaid intern. Come hang out with us. Yeah. We're, it's a great time. I have sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Andrew rushes it because he has to leave. There's a cool dog. Yep. He drags um, his butt on the carpet a lot. Uh, the dog. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, just submit via our email. Submit to us. Submit to us. <laughs> <laughs> submit to us so that you can submit to us as an unpaid intern. Yeah. Um, hey, what's your email sign? Just kidding. All right. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will see you on another time. Eagerly. Thank you.